What is Montrospective? It's what we say to ourselves and our attitude towards it. We repeat mantras over and over again to ourselves. If we're doing it right, they're positive, not negative. What we say affects our attitude and our point of view. We all have dreams and goals, but how many of us know where to start to make them happen? I am fascinated by everyday people who are doing extraordinary things, and I wanted to find out why and how they were able to be successful. I spent 16 years in radio, not as a DJ, but as a promotions director. I never had an interest in being front and center or putting myself out there as a personality. Fast forward to today, I have something to say and messages from incredible people to share. Simply put, I am interested. I want to know what propels everyday people to follow their dreams in the hopes that it will inspire you to do the same. We have one life to live. Let's listen, learn, and share our journey with the world. This is Montrospective. Montrospective would like to thank our sponsor. If you're looking for a one-stop shop that offers yoga, meditation, Reiki, readings, and various other classes along with being a metaphysical store, check out Mantra in Blue Springs, Missouri off 7 Highway. Also online at mantrakc.com. I'm excited to welcome a former guest who is an expert in human design and transforming your life so you can live your dreams. I've invited her back to have a discussion on manifesting. Sarah Robinson, welcome back to Mantraspective. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm glad to be back. I'm so happy to see you again. I had to look back because it's been a few months. I met you in October and interviewed you and it doesn't feel like that long ago, but (laughs) it was, it's kind of crazy. Like I was like, oh, that was just like a month or two ago. It just, it felt like yesterday. And then when I looked, I'm like, oh my gosh, you were back on episode 19 first. So for anybody who's listening, who hasn't met Sarah yet, go back to episode 19 and check it out. But Um, Just remind everybody who you are and what you do and everything wonderful about you. Well, I am Sarah Robinson. Uh, I go by many, I've changed my title about 500 times, I believe. Um, So right now I'm saying I'm an Ascension leader. So that seems really exciting. Um, I I work with women who are living life. They're satisfied. Like, you know, it's good. Life is good. It's that, how are you doing? I'm fine. That life. But these are the women who know there's more. There's more to be had. There's more, their soul's calling. Something's going on that they're feeling that unrest. And so I help them figure that out and really start living in their purpose and stop having, or not stop having, but learn to manage the fear and learn to manage um, all the stuff that comes along whenever we decide it's time for us to grow and really up level. So I walk with women on their journeys through that. How did you come up with the title Ascension Leader? Because I'm so jealous and I love that. <laughs> I don't know. I, about every six weeks to two months, I go through this, okay, so what am I? Because, you know, honestly, the word life coach, it's so generic. Um, and a lot of the words that we use in the woo world, because I do both very woo, but also very like earth too. A lot of the words in the woo world are so esoteric that no one knows what they even mean. So um, one day I was just sitting there and I think I may have gotten an email from someone or something and it said Ascension. I was like, Ascension, isn't that amazing? When you hear that word, it's just like, it's powerful, you know? And I'm like, I'm a coach, sure, but I'm, I'm a leader, yeah. And I had had some like tarot readings and astrology readings throughout the year. 
or throughout the years. And they always talk about, you know, they always say like, I, my, in my charts, it says that part of my job is to help people wake up and to help people, you know, move into their next level. So like, I'm my purpose. So I'm like, I may as well tell them that that's what the stars say for me. Like, I can't help that. That's just what was given to me. <laughs> so I need to yeah. rethink my title because I love that. It encapsulates so much. I mean, it, it really does kind of describe to a T who you are and what you do. So now I'm going to be on my own mission to come up with something just as grand because that's fantastic. And Heather, I'm, wanted... I'm really, I'm saying I'm really, really good with words. So if you ever just want to play around one day, I love it. I love it. All words. right. After this chat, we are going to play around and we're going to come up with my title. <laughs> okay. And then in six weeks, we can do it again. No problem. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I love that. I'll have just a new title every few months. It'll be great. It works. Um, I wanted to have you back on because you are such an expert in so many areas and we're in a really big time from an astrology standpoint right now. Mm. And especially going through this particular Mercury retrograde that we're in, it's actually very powerful. People look at that as very negative. They hear retrograde, they hear bad, like all the bad things are happening, but actually it's a really good time. And it's a really good time to manifest. And I know you have your own opinions, your own thoughts on manifesting. So I thought you were the perfect person to bring on and talk about it because I'm working with a lot of women right now who are kind of having a difficult time grasping what it means and how to do it. So just to start out off with, how do you define manifesting? Is it like the law of attraction to you? I think there's so much more to it than a single layer, to be honest. Like, is there a law of attraction stuff in it? Absolutely. We have to, and the frequency and all of that, there's that for sure. Like without a doubt, that's a huge part of it. Um, but I think a lot of times in our society and the way that it's been taught, it's such a surface level thing. You gotta be high vibe, you gotta be positive. Oh no, if something happens, that means you messed up your manifestation. I can't have a real life experience because then my manifestation is messed up. Those types of things, you know? Um, and so that's why I said, whenever you said you wanna talk about manifestation, I'm like, oh, I have a bone to pick with the industry on this. Um, so, so there's, there's that, there's that part of it, but so yeah, it is a law of attraction thing, but there's also an alignment thing, um, like an aligned action thing. So yes, we have to align with the frequency. That's, that's with what we desire, but we also have to take aligned action. So it's not just like a, I make a vision board. And then all of this cool stuff happens when I keep on living the exact same way I've always been living. And I don't explore myself and I don't investigate my emotions and my thoughts and my perceptions because ultimately that is what creates our reality is our internal dialogue and so until we really dig in there you can make i call it rubber band manifestation you have the affirmations you have the vision board you're calling it in you have all the intention and it comes and then it goes and then it comes and then it goes and it's that rubber band effect is because you're not actually doing any of the work to be able to hold on to it so I actually like to call it co-creation because we're not trying to manifest anything. We're trying to change your life. Like, yeah, could you use $150 right now? Yes, let's manifest the shit out of that. But wouldn't it be cool to constantly have $150 in your pocket and not need it? That's the ultimate goal, you know? So, so yeah, I, I definitely think it's a law of attraction thing for sure, but there's so much more so you don't get stuck in the, in the rubber band. 
That is the most perfect way to put it. I, I spend a lot of time in the course that I'm teaching talking about how to manifest with the new moon and how to release with the full moon. Mm -hmm. And there's all that work in between. You set your affirmations and your intentions, but that's not where it ends. You have to actually start taking the steps in order to make those things happen. Just because you wish for something doesn't make it real and that it's going to happen. You actually have to put forth the work. And I want to take a step back because you mentioned something about high and low vibe. So can you mm -hmm. kind of explain for people who are unfamiliar with that, what that means? Yeah, sure. So basically our emotions are held in our bodies, right? Well, there's science that now says it's created in our brain, but we feel it in our bodies. That's, that's where we feel our emotions. And our nervous system is all energy, right guys? Like we can agree on that. Nervous system is energy. So when we're feeling a feeling, it impacts our nervous system and our body. So there's low vibration feelings, sadness, despair, depression, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. And then you move up the scale and then you get to, you get to like contentment, which is be a beautiful place to be, by the way, guys. Content is not yucky. Um, and then, you know, with them, you get to be excited, joyful, all of these higher vibration emotions. So we have no bad or good feelings. We have low vibe and high vibe. And I was reading, it's an Abraham Hicks book. If anyone wants to learn about this a lot, Abraham Hicks um, is, is wonderful for this, but there's a scale that they created. And basically what they say, what Esther says in her channeling of Abraham is that you would never turn on the radio to 87.9 and expect to hear 97.5 ever. That would be the weirdest crap in the world. All right. That's, that's like when we were kids and we had the rabbit ears. I don't know how many people have had those and we get the wrong, you're like, why is this coming through? This is because so, it's weird. It's not what you would expect. So that's how our emotions are. If we're operating at 87.9, you're not going to get 97.5. You've got to turn your dial up to align to 97.5. And then once you do that, now you get to have 97.5 experiences. Now, it doesn't mean if you have a bad day that all those go away. No, it just means your general homeostasis, your general way of being just kind of operates here. This is in through time and the work that I'm sure you do with the women as well, it's, we just get to a spot where we just notch it up and notch it up. And we kind of raise that level of, of, of our vibrational like frequency. And you already brought up a good point that we live in the real world. You can't stay at a high vibe all the time. Realistically stuff is going to get thrown at you. There's going to be obstacles, things that you can't control, but the goal is to not stay in a low vibe for a long period of time. It's okay to go there. It's okay to feel those feelings, but in a, in a perfect world, you're, you're not lingering there and you're coming back up so that you're putting out positive energy as well um, and not dwelling in that low vibe. So everybody I talk to about this, who I try to explain the concept to immediately wants to know, well, what can I manifest? What, you know, and people automatically go to um, you know, physical things like money or whatever, right. all those things, you know, a new car, but manifestation is so much bigger. There's so much more. Where do you suggest people start in a process like this where they don't know they, they, they want to manifest the world. They want so much, but isn't it best to kind of start small and work your way up to the bigger things? Or what's your thought process on that? I have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, <laughs> First off, an important thing to remember 
Again, we're talking about emotions here. We're talking about our feelings. So something really important to understand when we're manifesting and when we want things, we want experiences, we want people, we want the relationship, the promotion, the money, the house. It's not the thing that we want. The thing is not what we want. It's the feeling that we think that thing is going to give us. So I want the big, I want the money. Well, why? Well, because I want the money. But why? What is it going to make you feel? Okay. Well, it's going to make me feel free and successful and stable. Oh, so we're not actually going after the money. We're going after the feelings of freedom, success, and stability. That's what you're craving. So I think that's really important to get to first is why, why? Because I can be making $10,000 or I can be making $110,000 and have the exact same problems if I'm not aligning to the emotion of what I want that money to feel like. And this is where we get into hustle mentality in our world. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But so that's the first thing is that when you're, when you're doing a, a true like co-creative space, we have to get to the why. All right. And then all the work we do works around that. But if you're playing with the idea of just calling in shit for fun, um, but yeah, if you're just playing around, I call them games, games with the universe we play. And there's all these different things we can do. You know, we can ask for signs or we can, but yeah, I totally, especially if you're new to trust, because manifestation requires that you trust and you release the control, which um, anyone listening, probably 99.9% of y'all are type A control freaks. I don't know. I don't know. Most of the people I know and myself pre, in my, in my pre, pre uh, coaching life. Um, yeah. So we are control freaks. So we want to control the how, the when, the who it shows up through all these things, but you have to be able to practice surrendering. This thing is what I desire. I would love to feel this way or whatever. There's two different types of manifestors, but we can talk about that in a moment. Um, but you know, whatever, however, whichever is the more aligned way, depending on your human design, you go and you, you put that intention out there and then you kind of just have to sit back a little bit. And so if at first you want to play, it's easier to think, man, I'd really love, love a cup of coffee right now. Mm, wouldn't that just be magical? That's easy to let go of, right? Like if I get it cool, if I don't cool, it's magic. If it does, if it doesn't, well, you know, whatever, I can get one tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so I think starting small to build that trust and to build that capacity to surrender, because when you're manifesting a new job, you've got to be able to just let that shit go and be pleased when opportunities show up or be pleased that you're at the dinner party with your friends. And they're like, Oh, by the way, Timmy was looking for someone who does your stuff. What about this? You know? So yeah, I think starting small is definitely just because of our need to control is really important. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the two types of manifestors. Is mm -hmm. that what you said too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So human design, guys, if you're in, if you know anything about human design, basically it's, it's like an energetic blueprint. It, uh, it in, includes astrology, I Ching, chakra system, Kabbalah. Okay. Takes all these different tools smash them all together and then you get your human design which tells you how you are meant to function excuse me in the world so there are two different types of manifestors there's a specific manifestor and there's a non-specific manifestor 
The world teaches us all to be specific manifestors. Make the vision board, get super specific about you, what you want. Make sure that you put that on your vision board. Details, 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 all the details. Now we still want to connect to the feeling first. That's still first, but then details. I was talking to a client the other day and she made a vision board and she's a specific manifester. And she had put, she wants influencers, like certain Hollywood influencers influencing her brand. And she said, I do this right. I'm like, well, are those the specific how celebrities you want are they those women or women like them because if it's women like them then no but if it's those women specifically then yes because that is how a specific manifest or manifest you're basically writing out your list to source and you're saying all right here that's what i want and then you stay focused on that and for specific manifestors that feels really good it feels super aligned it feels exciting and when it shows up you know you expect it Like that is exactly what I wanted, the exact color, the exact interior, the exact everything. Now there's the other type and we're non-specific. I'm non-specific. And I always, when I made a vision board, I would get, because whenever you make the vision board, you're then supposed to be able to release it. Again, that's surrender, right? Well, if I get too caught up in the details, I cannot release it. I can't. Like I, I've tried different things to do. I've tried shoving it in a box. I've tried all these things. Um, and I just get, like I just talking about it. I'm getting like a pit in my stomach because being that focused on the details is not an alignment for me. So we're the mood people. We're mood. How, we, get, we stop at how do I want it to feel? That is as far as we go because it's our job, the non-specific people to lean back even further and understand that source who is um, God, whatever your, your word is for it, is the ultimate provider and everything will always be provided in our highest good. Always, always, always. But I want to feel this way. This is how I want to feel. And I think I would like a job in marketing. Maybe online marketing would be cool. But you know what? Maybe not just marketing, but maybe... Um, maybe I'd really like to specifically focus on ads, but I really like creation. So it's more that menu. Like, yeah, I want someone who's tall, dark, and handsome, but if they're short, dark, and handsome, that's cool. Or, hey, if, you know, it's like more the menu of, of what you, you think would bring you those feelings. But then being able to understand that it doesn't really matter as long as it brings you the feeling. So they're more mood board people. And then you whenever- just, You yeah. just made me realize I'm a non-specific manifester like I never ever well at least I believe that I am and here's the example I have which you'll just think is funny so I did make a vision board this year and I want a new car but I'm not a car person I know that I want an SUV so I literally just found one in a magazine and slapped it on my vision board my husband looked at it and goes I didn't know you wanted an Audi like I don't I I I, you know I, I always even paying attention to the brand, the style, anything like that. It was just, I want something like this and put Mm -hmm. it up on my board. I I wasn't attached to it in that way. I wasn't specific. If I want this style, this color, this year, anything like that, I just cut something out and put it up there. So that's kind of um, eye-opening a little bit, I guess. Because when I think Mm -hmm. about my vision board, actually most of the things on there are words, they're feelings, they're experiences. Mm -hmm. It's not literal specific things so thank you for clarifying that that actually now we'll find out later in my human design if that's actually the case or not but that's that's what I've been doing and a lot of times mood board people know it 
Like the minute you hear, because I had I had a coach who was a specific manifester. I was a non-specific manifester, and we didn't know human design at the time. She was doing what she knew very best to help me manifest and co-create and do the thing. So she's going to have to get really specific and then release. I'm like, I cannot really. And we'd like get into it sometimes because I'm like, I cannot do it your way. Stop, stop. And she's like, but I just want, like, I know you just want to help me, but dear God, this is not helping me. Um, but yeah, it's in your chart. you look at your chart. Boom. It's right there. So if anyone's curious, you can look it up yourself. Um, you just look at, go to, you know, Jovian archive or something. Just look up human design body graph, Google it, type in your stuff. And whenever you're looking at your chart, you're looking at it, there's a head and there's four arrows that are around the head. And when you're looking at it, it's the bottom right arrow. If it points to the left, you're specific. If it points to the right, you're non-specific. Um, and if you, and if anyone wants to know more about that, of course, I'm available to help with that. But I know that this podcast will be going out for quite some time. So if anyone doesn't miss this, whatever's going on, wherever I'm at, you can still find that out. Cause uh, it's really, it's really useful. It really, really is. Cause now we have the freedom. It's like, Ooh, I just want to feel this. And we can feel this in any moment we want. I oh, can feel just, freedom whenever it, I want. It's just interesting because I've always been taught to be, like you said, a specific manifester. I've always been taught that. And that's what I've taught the people I work with is that you need to be very specific. Um, you know, the example I give is uh, if you're wishing for love and you've, um, you know, painted this picture of this particular person that you want, but you don't, you're not as detailed and you say that they're single, you could meet them and they're the perfect person, but they're married, you right. know? So to actually be able to realize that not everybody manifests that way. And so for those people that were kind of pushing back with me a little bit, they weren't wrong. They weren't wrong. They're just there. They don't manifest that way. So that's, mm -hmm. that's opened up a whole new world for me already. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. I really yes. think um, that's why, that's why I like human design. I don't use it for every single element of what I do, but I like it because when we're taking an approach to something or when we're looking into something or digging into something, or you have this feeling like, I really feel like this is different for me. It's like that validation. It's like an astrology chart. It's that validation that, wow, that is right for me. And just because it's not like everybody else, there's nothing wrong with me. That's exactly. And now it becomes a strength and not, or yeah, strength instead of a weakness. Cause so many people when, they're, when they learn about their human design, they immediately feel empowered. Because all of those things they were told were wrong about them because they don't fit in society are actually exactly how they were meant to be. And now they get to use that as, as a powerful thing. So, All right. So now we've helped people figure out which type of manifester they are. Mm -hmm. How do you do it? How do you start? If you've got some ideas in your mind of things that you'd like to work towards and manifest, what's the first step? Well, figure out the feeling. That's the first step. Okay. That's really, really important. Um, oh, goodness. There's so many different tools and fun things you can do. Um, do, you like, I, do you suggest that people like write it out, like from an intention standpoint, like in the present tense of saying, I, you know, I, I, I've experienced X, Y, Z, or I have more abundance than I could ever want, you know, something along those lines, or is it just unique to every person? I think there's so many different ways to go about it. I definitely, here's the deal. No matter what you, okay, this is really cool. I love that you said that. I want to talk a little bit about the neurology of the brain for just a second, um, or just the brain function. Our brain doesn't know the difference between real and fake. 
It doesn't know the difference between pretend and reality. So what you're saying is a really great tool. Um, but while you're doing it, you have to be sunk into the feeling of already having that thing. And this is something that used to piss me off so bad when I heard it is just feel the feelings of having the thing. It's like, well, look, if I have the feelings of having the thing, I'd already have the thing. So what, how am I supposed to do that? Um, but so what I always recommend people doing, I do a lot of energy work, a lot, a lot. So whenever I'm doing this with clients, we consult our divine feminine to make sure we're actually setting things up in an aligned manner. We consult our future self so she can help us take aligned action. So we can we consult a lot of energetic beings to help us to make sure we're aligned and taking right actions first. Um, but without those folks, if you're not if you're not used to like sitting down and just asking your future self, hey woman, how's it? You know, if that's not your normal life. Um, yeah, I think what's really helpful for a lot of people is, so you have your vision board, you have your, your mood board, whatever you have these ideas in your head, just go to a quiet space first and really visualize because now we're, we're pretending we're pretending now visualize and feel what would that be like? And let your body go there, like without all the nitpicky bullshit that our brains do. And without all that, even if you have to go outside, wherever, put on some calming music, just really sit and, and visualize, you know, at least for 17 seconds is what they say. But, you know, as long as you can, that feeling. And then if you want to write a letter or you, because now what you're doing is you're allowing yourself to get immersed in it first and maybe that immersion is too tough and you're like I would rather just write the damn letter and that would help you get into that whatever it is that's going to help you get into that feeling but when you're writing the letter one thing I love to do too um, with me is writing a letter from our future self the person we are to our now self so congratulate thank you so much for taking the steps you are so brave I couldn't be here without you I you know all the things you did and all the missteps we took together it got us here and let's give me chills just talking about it, but like it got us to where we are now. And if you hadn't been so brave and if you hadn't decided to step outside of your norm, we would never be here. And I just cannot tell you how proud I am of you. And like, even just talking about that brings me to tears because it's this intense gratitude or appreciation, whichever word you prefer. Um, but that's a big part of manifesting is the pretend like you said, it's pretending. So anytime we can pretend that we already have the thing, but from a genuine place of like, wow, I have that. That because honestly, guys, do I, I don't know. Um, depending on your your experience, knowledge, and, and acceptance of the quantum field, somewhere in the quantum field, you already have everything. Really, stuff you don't want, and really stuff you do want. That's so, a big rabbit hole to go down to start oh talking my gosh, about yeah. all of that. My husband loves talking about that stuff, and just. I, I start going cross-eyed because it's so overwhelming. <laughs> it's it's so an incredible concept to yeah. wrap your our little brains around. But mm -hmm. that's why manifesting is so cool because we actually, every single person on the planet has the ability to do this. Mm -hmm. But it starts with connecting with yourself yes. and trusting yourself and believing in yourself and believing that you're worthy of what you're asking for. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge part of it too. You know, if you're wanting love and you're trying to manifest a specific person but really you're allowing that negative talk to step in that mm -hmm. ego to step in and say but you don't really deserve someone that great you know then it's not going to work you have to right. actually commit and make it a regular practice 
of yeah. doing these things. And I love, I love, love, love what you just said. I've never done that before. And I'm going to start about writing a letter um, because that's powerful. It's powerful in the moment because like mm-hmm. you said, you got emotional just saying it. It's powerful in the moment, but when you get there and you will to be able to have that and look back at that and go, wow, that's mm-hmm. progress. Look how far I've come. Yeah. You know? And I, I, you know, I was already present enough to know, to thank myself then for the work I was about to do. I've done that work and here I am. That mm-hmm. is the biggest pat on the back you could ever give yourself. And, right. you know, nobody's going to motivate you more than yourself. I mean, we all want coaches. We all want these people in our lives, but at the end of the day, we're responsible for our own success in whatever we do in life, just choosing to be happy every day, I consider a success. So I love that you shared all of that. And one of the questions I get constantly too, is how long does it take? (laughs) I know the answer, but I want to hear yours. I'm going to go back to quantum here. Oh, (laughs) great. Here we go. I was trying to weave my way out of it. Right, you just walk straight back into it. This is okay. Um, time doesn't matter. Time is irrelevant. Time is a human construct to help make sense of the shit that's going on. That's it. Um, and I know for some people, it's like, ooh, woo, and they'll check out right now. But listen, for real, let's bring it real back to earth. Um, you're going to be doing something anyway. Your time is going to pass. You're going to do something. So you may as well, you have two options. You can keep doing the same shit you're doing today, or you can start taking aligned actions to allow the things that you want. So it's not really how long is it going to take? It's what's, what's the work that you're willing to do? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to really dig in into parts of yourself that you haven't dug into before? Are you really willing to acknowledge parts of yourself that you feel are icky? or broken or sad? Are you willing to do that? Because when you're willing to do that, now it speeds the process up because we are taking ourselves and raising our energetic vibration. All right. So I could say when, when I started my business, I always said I wanted to make, I don't know. Oh, in coaching, the big thing is you've made it when you've made 10 K months. That's the thing. 10 K months. And now all of a sudden you get to be a coach before then you're just playing, you know, like you're, that's like kind of the, the mind, you know, the, the, brain talk I was giving myself. Um, and so I put this thing, well, it's going to be by this time. It's going to be by this time. But then we're controlling and we're no longer surrendering. So what if it's not by then? That doesn't mean I don't, I fail. I just keep going. I just keep going. Cause eventually if I just keep going, I mean, it's my soul's work. It's my sole purpose. It's going to work, <laughs> you know, there's, and so manifest, there's no time frame, guys. It's going to, and look it may never happen. That's the other part because it always works in your highest good and your highest good may not be that promotion because right around the corner from that promotion is an opportunity with another company and a country that you've wanted to live in your entire life. And if you had gotten that promotion, you would have never gotten this opportunity. So that's something to understand as well. We manifest what we think we want but that doesn't always look the way or come the way. Well, I have to plan because if I do this and then this and then this, this will happen. Guys, if, if you've never had an idea of how to plan, how screwed up plans can go, look at 2020 
2020 is a perfect example how every single amount of planning can go wrong. And I don't know about y'all, but the majority of the plans I make don't work if I plan past a certain point. If I expect it to go, yeah, and you can, well, it's already done. That's one thing people like too. It's already done. Of course it's already, yeah, it's done somewhere, but not here. Like somewhere out there it's done, but it hasn't quite gotten to me yet. So that's my real long answer to how long it's going to take is however damn long it needs to take. Well, and, and sometimes it doesn't happen because it's protecting you from something yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, there's, there's a ton of reasons for it. And this is such a full circle moment for me as I'm hearing you talk, because while I'm trying to explain everything to other people right now from a very good place, because I've done the work, continuing to do the work, I've watched the positive changes happen. I take myself back about four years ago. When I was like some of these women I'm working with, where this is all new, it's all overwhelming, and we all want a quick fix. We all want things to be better right now. And yeah, we're willing to do some work, but how, we want to know how long is it going to take before I start feeling good again, before the good things start coming back into my life and I don't feel like a magnet for all the bad things. And I remember having my teachers, my coaches, all these spiritual people back then just say, this is about the journey. This is about you learning about yourself. And it's going to take as much time as you need to, to work through all of this, but you have to, I'm getting chills right now because it's about keeping the faith. It's about honoring yourself and being true to yourself and committing to you. Forget mm -hmm. everybody else for a minute. You have to be there for yourself. And four years ago, I started that. And it doesn't feel like that long ago, but I know when I was going through it, it felt like it was taking forever. Yeah. But I am such a different person today than I was back then in every good way. But I had to go through some crap. You got to go through the work. You got to confront those demons, those things from your past, your shadow side, all of those things that... I don't regret. I don't regret any of them because it's led me here. It's led me right. to who I am today. So I agree with you with the whole, how long does it take thing? It's going to take as long as it needs to take. And maybe it doesn't happen. That's okay too, because something right. else is going to happen. Yeah, on that, on the thing you said, I'm sorry to interrupt you really quick, Heather, but you said um, it's protecting you. And I think that's so important because I had mentioned 10K. I want 10K months now. It's going to be June. If I had gotten that, I had no support in place, Heather. I would have lost my mind, probably my marriage, because I would have been working so much to make sure I didn't sink because I had nothing in place to support that level. And the things I was doing at the time would have required a lot of work. A lot now over time, I've gotten the support. I've gotten the systems in place. I've learned how, where to put my energy and not to put my energy. But if it had happened when I wanted it to, like that promotion, if you get that promotion when you think you want it, girl, no, boy, who, um, you know, I'm used to talking to women all the time. But, um, but yeah, that protection piece is so important. Like, yeah, sure, I want all this money, but lottery winners win money all the time. And then three years later, they're bankrupt because they do not have the skills in place to hold it. So how much fun is that to manifest something and then lose it? That feels like crap. That's actually one of the examples I gave them was about winning the lottery. I'd love to win the lottery. I have all these grand plans in place, 
that will benefit other people. It's not even about me. It's about other people. So why am I not winning the lottery? Well, there's a ton of reasons why I'm not ready for it. Somebody else needs it more. I mean, it just, you can go on and on and on with it. If it's not right. meant for you in that time, you're not going to receive it. And one way I tried to explain it to everybody too, it's a lot like unanswered prayers. We all know that little phrase, the song, everything else is it sometimes things that don't happen is the greatest thing that ever happens mm -hmm. to you. And you don't realize it at the time because you're really hurt and really angry that XYZ didn't happen. But a year or two later, something happens that you're like, oh, thank God that didn't happen right. to me because it would have taken you on a different path. And we all, I mean, it's kind of crazy when you look back at your life, it feels like one of those books where you can choose the ending all the time. Yes. Like every yeah, decision yeah. we make, every decision we make in our life could have turned us on a different path. So um, yeah, it's, it just really is, it's protecting you. It's setting you out self, yourself up for something better. It's, it's, you have to look at it from the positive. That's what I just keep trying to tell people is because you don't get something, don't get down on yourself. Don't get angry. Don't get mad. Know that mm -hmm. it's protecting you or something better is around the corner and the universe is conspiring behind the scenes to help make it happen. As long as you're putting forth the effort and being a good person and helping others and, you know, doing all of that. So my question to you though, is now, how do you know when you're doing it right? When it feels good. That's how I do everything though in life. If it feels good, it's, it's the right way to go. If it feels gross now, I'll, there's a caveat in here. So I run my life by how do I want to feel? Does it make me feel this way? That's how I run everything in my life. I know how I want to feel. If it makes me feel this way, I do it. If it doesn't, I don't. The caveat is sometimes there are days you have to do things out of human necessity. For example, I'm getting ready to sit down with my husband and prepare our taxes. I genuinely do not like doing that. It's not hard. I am just not a detailed person. I am not numbers. I don't like it. But I much prefer the fact that it is middle of the afternoon and I'm sitting at home with my two children and my husband in the same house. And I know that we all are educated, fed, and employed. I love the fact that we're both self-employed. So part of being self-employed is having to do some crappy tax stuff sometimes. But so that's how I run my whole life though. If it gets you closer to the way you want to feel, you're doing it right. If it does not get you closer, you are not. And I wanted to say something um, in holding space for the people who are getting frustrated and who are new at this. Um, it's a learning process. And I see you and I hear you. And I know that sometimes when you see people and hear people talking about this stuff, it's like, oh, well, she has it so easy or blah, 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 all this stuff, right? Because it's so tough. No one wants to manifest yucky stuff to them. That's never, you know, and so I want just to, to hold space and say that just because you're in a certain circumstance now does not mean you intentionally created that circumstance. It probably means that throughout your life, you've had some subconscious programming that is setting you up for a certain level of, of vibration, a certain level of feeling. You know, we all have childhood drama, bull crap. So whatever chances are, and this is why generations continue to live the same way until someone decides to change it. You're not broken. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not manifesting wrong. You're simply living at the vibration you've always lived at your entire life and probably your grandma and your great grandma too. So it's not about 
not doing it right. It's simply about like learning where those patterns are and intentionally choosing to heal those parts of yourself. So you no longer have to, and that's not no longer the comfortable spot. Cause even though like at a human level, it feels uncomfortable at a nervous system level, it feels normal to be overworked, hustling, never stopping, never getting enough sleep. If that's what you're used to, that's what is going to keep happening because your behaviors continue to support that. The decisions you make continue to support that, even if you don't want to. So I want to, I want to ensure to acknowledge that for other people that there is no shame in this journey. There is no, you're messing up, you're a failure, you or you, that you need to be guilty about anything. There's none of that whatsoever. It's simply learning a new skill. So I tell my kids all the time, they'll be playing with kids somewhere and the kids being real bratty and mean. And my kids are surprise, surprise, really good at expressing their emotions. And um, they'll say, you're being mean to me. I don't like it. And the kid will keep doing it. Could you please stop saying those words to me? When you say those words to me, they hurt my feelings. And they'll keep doing it. And I'm just, I tell the kids or the kid will hit them. You know, I'm like, well, if they hit you, hit them back. Like that's their skill set. We sometimes have to meet people where they're at. And so it's just another skill. It's like riding your bike or it's about learning to do your taxes or learning to crochet, whatever. It's just a new skill. The thing is it's programmed into your nervous system. So you have to, and there's an addiction to it too. There's addiction to that drama and that adrenaline. It's, it's neurological chemical addictions to that stuff. So it's just like learning to quit drinking. You know, it takes a lot of behavioral change. So um, you're not manifesting wrong. You can't do it wrong. I don't think, I don't think there is a wrong. Is there other? I don't think so. I don't know that there's a wrong way. It just, you may not manifest exactly what you want. If you, you know, which again, it goes back to, are you a specific manifester or a non-specific, you know, because if you are a specific one and you leave out some details, maybe you're not getting exactly what you want, but you're getting something Mm -hmm. close to what you want. But, Mm -hmm. you know, again, four years ago, me, you know, I remember, I do remember what that was like to hear all of these people like sharing exactly what you're sharing right now. And it's like, shut up. I hate you. It feels unattainable. It It feels, it feels uh, hard. It just, and again, it starts with dealing with those sides of yourself that nobody wants to admit that they have or Mm -hmm. situations they've gone through experiences, all those things. But I promise you, as I know, Sarah promises you, when you start taking little bite-sized pieces out of that and you start working through it, you actually heal yourself. You actually yeah. are able to look at things through a fresh set of eyes almost because you've grown and you've gained all this wisdom through your life. So when you're looking back on a traumatic experience from 20 years ago or from when you were a child, you're seeing it in a different way. And maybe you stop blaming yourself if you're blaming yourself for something that happened Um, or you're rewriting the narrative of that story and you're acknowledging it, you're feeling it, and then you're letting it go and you're forgiving Mm -hmm. the people involved, you're forgiving yourself all of those things. And, you know, it is not fun. It is sad, but when you're, when you come out on the other side of it, it's almost like being reborn in a way Mm -hmm. you suddenly have all of this confidence and you do feel wiser and you feel stronger and you suddenly want to share that with the world. You want to share it with everybody, you know, that this is possible for you too. So exactly as you said, I I share that space as well with you and everybody else that I understand. I get it. I was there too. I, I 
hit pause or stop on many a video I was watching of, if I hear one more positive thing or right. I hear that I have my vibe, I'm going to punch somebody. Right. But, but work, keep working on it. Like you said, it's, it's, it's a process, it's a practice and you have to keep at it yeah. as, yeah. as much as you possibly can. And you will see the changes begin to develop. Yeah. I, if it was a high vibe only, I certainly wouldn't be here. Cause I think I spent most of 2019 crying. Yeah. Like, and I know that doesn't sound very appealing to people, right? We're talking about manifesting. Why are we all of a sudden talking about crying? Because it's all, we're just, it's just, it, if we're talking, like I said, if we're talking about this manifest now, I need 20 bucks. You don't need to do that. That work is whatever. But yeah. if you're looking for that lasting change, guys, if you're looking for a lasting change in reality, you got to change yourself because that's the, that's the common denominator to your entire life is yourself. Well, I think you pointed this out too. We carry that trauma, whether we're conscious of it or not in our bodies, right. and it affects our relationships of all kinds in our adult life. And until you are able to recognize it and go, oh, that's why I react that way when someone does this, you know, whether it's a right. triggering effect or whatever, then you can learn to get past it. You, you finally have an answer for why you react certain ways. And there's a freeing feeling in that of mm -hmm. I'm taking back control. I, I am awareness. I am, I am all of those things. You know, that's something I keep trying to tell everybody too, is the whole, I am approach to things. Oh, I love I am. All, yes. The, the fact I that am. we're just, Mm. all awareness and we dictate what happens to us. I know that so many people think all these negative things are happening to them. And, you know, again, that's a whole nother topic for another episode. Yeah. Too. We could talk about that for I like mean, three episodes. We, yeah. yeah. I was, we could, yeah. We could go I was on, and on, like, and on Like, are you ready to take your driver's seat, your driver's keys back? Or are you comfortable sitting in the passenger seat? Like mm -hmm. you're cool either place. I have no judgment, mm -hmm. but if you're ready to take the, the keys back and, and slam that puppy into gear, then. Let's do it because you're right. The live world doesn't happen to us. It's boundaries. It's healthy boundaries is what so much of it is. Oh, it's my favorite word lately. It's what I've been drilling into everybody's head is that boundaries are necessary and they're healthy and they're not wrong. People no. think that when you step away from someone else or from a situation, um, that something's going to happen to you or um, you're cutting off a friendship or whatever. And it's no, it's it's putting yourself first and saying mm -hmm. that, you know, that energy doesn't resonate with me any longer. Mm -hmm. And I'm taking a step back from it um, to honor myself. And that is an incredible feeling too. Like I've never been happier in my entire life than I am right now because of boundaries that I learned to set with people yeah. and I don't give in, you know, it, it is what it is. And if I, you know, I don't want to seem callous. I don't want to seem mean or anything like that when I take a right. step back from somebody. But um, if they aren't bettering my life or if I'm the giver and they're the taker constantly, yep. boundaries have to be set. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, and I always tell people too, you can, you can love someone from anywhere. Yes. I deeply, I deeply love every person that I no longer speak to, but I deeply love myself too. And having them around you, like you said, energetically, it drains me. And I have so many important things that I need to have energy for that I simply don't, I'm not willing to give it. But I love the shit out of them. I want, and when I see one of those people like posting on Facebook or something, I see, I'm like, I get so, and I even like will put like, congratulations, that's so amazing. I'm so happy for you. Sometimes, yeah. not always, but I think it because I, I genuinely love them and I want nothing better. And when they're ready to not be so whatever way wasn't resonating, 
I'm right here. I'll come on back. Let's go do it well, again. Well, and it's <laughs> it's important to note that we're not saying that we only want high vibe people in our life. Oh, God, and that's no. it. And if you're having no. a crappy day, stay away. That's not it at all. It's uh-uh. just everybody Those... has their own determination to make on the people, workplaces, situations, families, whatever. Those things in their lives that, like you said, energetically drain them to to set the boundary on on what makes the most sense for them. And so that right. doesn't mean if you're um, going through a hard time in your life, don't call us because no. we, we don't care. It's, <laughs> it's not totally what we're opposite. saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's exactly. It's completely opposite, but it can come across that way of we yeah. only want the high vibe people, all the low vibe people stay in your corners. That's no, not it at all. Not my, it at all. My messenger and Voxer would tell you otherwise of my clients. Like, so Sarah, this weird thing happened yeah yeah (laughs) some days I'm just like wow something must be off because my whole phone is full of people that like I just need your words to help me snap back yeah (laughs) but at the same time because this is what you do for a living you have Mm -hmm. that energy coming at you constantly and I know we recently just chatted about you've set new boundaries for yourself this year of how you choose to work because you figured out that I need some time for me Mm -hmm. and I'm going to set that so can you just talk a little bit about how you came to that determination and, and what it is for you now yeah so um yeah so we um I'm a, I call myself a type A in recovery. I was always top of the class, first to get promoted, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, And so, and I really genuinely am doing my soul's work. Like I love this work so much, but I'm also a mother. I'm also a wife. I'm also a multi-passionate person who loves all sorts of things. So i at times I notice that I have to, this is also why I have two assistants before anyone should probably have assistants because I really want to have a balanced life. It's super important to me. And I was, I, one day I was sitting here and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take off Wednesday through Sunday. I'm not going to do any Zooms. I'm not going to do any, anything. I'm, I'll do some work, but like work on myself. When I say work, I'm talking like, I'm going to be doing my shadow work. I'm going to be doing my energy work. I'm going to be doing my reading for myself because I am, I am my business. And so if I am not taking care of myself, my business is not taken care of. Um, and then, so I took off Wednesday through Sunday and I was like, well, this is cool. I want to do this again. And that little part of my brain said, no, you can't do this again. And I was like, well, why the hell not? It's my business. I can do what I want. So then I did, I just got my calendar out and I marked off every Wednesday through Sunday for now things come up. Like I'm talking to you right now, but who the hell, I barely worked it all Monday or Tuesday either because I didn't need to, there was nothing I needed to do. So like, you know, and I'm last month I worked less and look guys, (laughs) this take time, but I didn't work very much. And I made the most money I've ever made because my energy, my energy my energy was in alignment. I was, I was having fun. I was, I'm laughing with the kids. <clears throat> I'm watching movies with my husband. We're laughing, you know, really amazing sex. Like everything is going on that feels I'm eating better. And I decided this year, I'm going to take better care of my temple because I was ready. So I'm eating better. I'm not drinking as much and all these things. So my, then we're going back to manifesting because I set those intentional boundaries uh, and my clients know I may not, you might message me and I may not answer you between Tuesday and Monday. And they know that. So they figure the stuff out on their own most of the time. 
because they have, they have the tools in place to do so. <clears throat> so, you know, so then I did that and it felt good. I'm like, I'm gonna do that again. And it still feels good. And then in two weeks, I'm gonna do it again. And it's gonna still feel good. And the cool thing is when I'm doing those things actually for my business, it's so wonderful because I'm able to release the things that are no longer working. I'm able to really sink into how I want to feel and then evaluate my business of, is this really helping me get where I want to feel? Or is it just something that I've become so attached to and trying to control so much of that I'm now blocking or blocking your blessings, right? And, but you have to, you have to release the stuff that's no longer working. And that's what the shadow work is. That's what the re releasing all of those big feelings that we've been stuffing down. It's all releasing to make room because your body can only hold so much energy. You can only have so much stuff in our vessel. So we have to get rid of this. So that's what I did at my business. I started getting rid of stuff. Oh, not doing that anymore. Oh, done with that. Oh, and now all of a sudden I don't have much to do, but I'm still making money. So it's a really interesting phenomenon that happens whenever we really decide to embody this work and say, you know, I, cause, but I want to also copy out that with, I've, I've put enough things in place. There is a moment in business where you do have to like put the hours in, you know, you have to do the stuff and get the systems in place. But I've gotten to a point where I pretty much have the systems in place and have the assistance that I need. And I say, Hey, blah, 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 do this thing. And then I wake up and blah, 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 blah. That thing is done. You know? So um, it gets, it takes a little bit of time to get there, but even when you're building something guys, even if you're, you know, maybe you're a stay at home mom, and you have five kids at home and you're COVID schooling and all of the crazy, just building in five minutes today for yourself. Just five minutes, guys. You know what? For five minutes, here's the tablets, letting go of the need to keep the kids on a super strict um, screen time schedule because their brain's going to rot. They're not. It's okay. I've been homeschooling for four years. My kids are still super smart um, and they have a lot of screen time, <laughs> but, but you know, like five minutes, guys, I'm going to go to the bathroom and brush my teeth by myself. Guys, can you do that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cindy, make sure Annie's okay. If she gets hungry, here's her snacks and then go brush your teeth and go poop, go poop, pee, whatever you want to go, go do it. And then maybe the next time it's not the five minutes, it's guys, 10 minutes. You do a week of five minutes and then guys, 10 minutes today, mommy's gonna take 10 minutes before you know it, you have an entire hour bath and reading and shaving your legs and lotioning and you might even have time to pluck your eyebrows in there I mean I don't know but all of a sudden when you start building in these small little things and that's what I'm talking about by aligned action you can't just say oh I want my I want to have an hour every day without these kids in my face so do I I'm filming right now with Heather with my kids in the other room but it's taken me a lot of time to get to the spot where I can say guys get everything you need. So you're out of my face for an hour and I don't feel bad about it. If one of them falls down, the other one is in there. They will help each other. It is okay. You know, but it is, it's about those boundaries and, and that's manifestation comes all back to, around to that. It's, you have to be able to take aligned action. And sometimes aligned action is boundaries. Your kids will not. Okay. I'm not going to promise, but pretty likely your kids will not die. If you leave them alone for 15 minutes. It is pretty likely that if you take a couple sick days at work, your company will probably not crumble. You will probably not lose your job. And by the way, you taking sick days does not come on you being sick. The reason we get sick when we take sick days is because we're finally allowing our body to relax. And now our body says, oh, now we have space to get sick. 
because you've been carrying too much stress. So don't, that's a bullcrap manifestation. Um, there's science that backs that up. But like, it's the aligned actions. I want to lose weight. Okay, well, why? Why do you want to lose weight? We're talking about the feeling. And then every time that you feel like a craving, like for me, I want to get a healthier body and lose weight too. But I know that I, I had to hire nutritionist guys, not going to lie, because I've tried everything. I found the, the perfectly aligned nutritionist because I said to source, all right, you know what? I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready because every diet I'd ever been on in my entire life was very regimented. And I've really come to be a person who does not like regimentation and control. It's crazy. I can't even believe it, but it stresses me out. So I needed someone to teach me a different way to, to honor myself without it being, no, you can't have that food and only this much and only this teaspoon and that many. So I, I said, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I need support. I know I need support. Just show me. And then that day, a friend of mine who's an Ayurvedic coach told me she's starting a one-on-one -on -one program and another woman who I absolutely love and adore, who's one of my clients as well, her company announced that they were having a special, I would have paid her full price. I don't care. But they're having a special working with her for six months, the exact same day within 15 minutes of me saying I'm ready. Now I could have sat there and said, oh, I don't want to invest the money. Oh, but I don't want to really do, but I had decided. And once you decide that something is happening for you, doors start opening. So then you take the aligned action, be it telling the kids to give you five minutes, asking your partner to, to let you, you know, drink your tea without them talking to you. Like we used to have a very strict rule. My husband came home. I wasn't allowed to talk to him for 30 minutes. Now it's not because he's an asshole. It's because he just got off work and he needed 30 minutes to decompress so he could fully give me his entire attention. He wanted to be able to focus on me completely, but he had to have that transition time. So he got 30 minutes and then he listened to all the stuff that I had done all day long being a stay-at-home mom with the kids, you know? So like aligned action and boundaries all go together. They all go together along with manifestation, but you have to take, you have to do something can't just keep if if you have or how do I say this if you had everything you desired you'd art well, hold on if you were the woman who got everything you desired you'd already have all those things you desire the reason you don't have the stuff you want is because you're not the person who gets that you are not the person who gets to have that yet because you're you right now so you have to step outside of you and become the person that gets to have that. And she's in there. She's waiting for you. She's ready. She's probably already telling you what to do. And you're just not listening to her because it's not logical or doesn't make sense. Or I can't because, because, because she's already telling you what to do already. You're just too busy to hear her probably or sad or something. I come off kind of abrasive sometimes, but it's because you know what, damn it. We have, <laughs> we are so powerful. We are so powerful and we are so magnificent and the world is so magical so full of magic and i think sometimes you have to say abrasive things just to get people to say what so yeah that's my thing if you were if you already had that shit you'd be her and you're not her so you don't get it so become her and you get it that is what we call an accurate truth bomb that you just dropped <laughs> and exploded all over everybody but it is true and you yeah. make a good point sometimes you have to be 
a little abrasive or a little aggressive or whatever to get people's attention. Because, you know, when we talk about this stuff and everybody considers it woo woo, and even though we're living in a time where it's more accepted now than it has been in generations, there's still a huge part of the population that will never believe that any of this is possible. It's all a bunch of crap. Yeah. Um, but what I challenge anyone who's listening, who's interested in manifestation or anything that we've talked about, try it. What could possibly happen? You actually get what you want. I mean, the nerve of it all, just be open and learn. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But what if it is? What if it is, and you can take that turn on a new path for your life right now, you know, have that higher self talk to you and you actually deliver on what it tells you. And then suddenly you're living in bliss every day or most every day. I mean, we don't live in bliss every day, but we have more good days than bad days. Yeah. If, if you had told me when I was a single mother, with a one-year-old whose father was not at all involved with a college degree who still couldn't pay her bills and whose mom and sister still had to pay for her childcare. I was not living without outside of my means. If you had told me that in less than 10 years, I'd be sitting at a house where I was making more than I made when I was working in corporate several years later with a husband who adores me and a life that I get to have where I can legitimately, like I, I don't have any limits. I mean, monetary, sure, but we can always fix that. You know, like money is just money. It's whatever. Um, But like genuinely, I could walk into the room right now and say, hey guys, we're going to Texas, get in the car. And everyone would just get in the car and our life would continue to go on. Exactly. Like if you had told me that I could have this degree of freedom and happiness and, and everything that I have, I would have never believed a damn word I would have gotten mad at you to be truthful I would have been mad because I was struggling so hard um that I couldn't get out of my own way at the time and there's that time too so um but yeah it's you're right just try it it doesn't work Ooh, you're right you get to hold on to that badge <laughs> you know but if it does how cool how great would it be to be sitting at your desk and all of a sudden drops up someone drops off a cup of coffee that would be cool shit yeah you know Absolutely. Well, I want you to share really quick, um, because you offer tons of opportunities, different ways for people to work with you. And you even offer a manifestation session, which I want you to talk a little bit about, but share what you're offering to people right now and how they can get in contact with you. Sure. So my first level of support is my private Facebook group. So guys, if you're on Facebook, my group is called Executive Alchemy. It's a private group. And guys, I'm sorry, it's just for the ladies. Um, Because I do, or people who identify as women. So let's be very clear about that. Anyone that identifies as a woman um, is, is, can come into that community. So that's level one. We do workshops and stuff like that in there. It's really fun. Um, And then the next level of support that I currently have is single session one-on-ones, which is where that manifestation session um, comes in. And I have that one. And I have another one called a business expansion session. So I do work with a lot of entrepreneurs who are ready just to do things a little bit differently because the old way just doesn't feel good anymore. Um, So the manifestation session actually is really cool. I just developed this. I'm so excited because I am a Reiki master. So we include Reiki treatment, which works on your 
all four levels. It works on your mind, your body, your spirit, and your emotional level all at once. So we do chakra clearing, we do energy balancing, block it and removing blockages and stuff at an energetic level. Um, but then we also will look at your human design and then apply real life strategies. So help create like a little package of here's what you want. Here's why you want it. Here's what you can do to get it. And whenever you're feeling stressed out, here's the tools that you can also have to help yourself get back to this place. Cause, cause crappy days are human. If we didn't have them, we wouldn't be, there'd be no need to be here. So, so that's that one. And then um, I'm really excited about that one. I have specials on that one through the month of February. Um, and then I have the business expansion one as well for people who are curious about how to expand their business. And then my next level of support that I have is my one-on-one packages. And there's one called the um, Ascension Leadership Council. I'm really excited. You like that word Ascension? I love it so much. (laughs) I love it. So this is a a six-month one-on-one container that takes people, like Heather and I have been talking about this whole time. You know, first you have to know yourself. First you have to go within. And then once you start stepping out, then all these shadows come up, all this imposter syndrome comes up, all this boundaries, all of this stuff starts coming up. It's when you can sit with yourself, that's a really amazing first step. But when you can step out in the world as your true self, so we go through this um, work. It's really intense and you get an amazing amount of support. So that's one of them. And then my other one, I have a, it's a business focused strategy session um, package. And that's to really like when people are ready you know, we, we, the energy we build our business on is the energy our business lives on. So at some point, business owners typically say, wow, I created this business to have freedom, but now my business owns me. And then, so we go in and we say, okay, so what can we get rid of? What can we shed? What can we release? What can we shift energetically? And it's not a lot of real world strategy, although I do have some, and I'm really good at pointing out like, why are you doing that? Like, what is your return on investment? Are you getting anything out of that? Or does it make you feel important to have a long list of to-dos? Like, what is the point? Um, so those are, that's my other one-on-one program that I have. So right now I'm just really working on helping people at, at those levels. And oh, I'm just so excited about it. I'm, I'm really excited about this year. And, and the, it's good. I just can't even imagine the amount of incredible Ascension leaders that we're going to bring into the world this year and help them discover their purpose and their, their lights and their joy, and then bring it into the world. Cause once Heather, you know, once you do the work on yourself, you change the world and everyone, everyone always wants to help everybody else first. But when you help your, when you change yourself, simply showing up as a leveled up version of who you are changes everyone around you. I literally watched a client change her entire family of six siblings simply because she did the work on herself. It was, yeah, it's so powerful and so necessary. And when you can actually watch it in real time mm -hmm. and that makes you feel good because you've shared your knowledge and what you know with her and then you watch her and it's a ripple effect. Yeah. And that's the whole point of all of this work. You know, everybody again, woo woo, crazy, whatever. We're trying to make the world a better place, Mm -hmm. period. Anyone who does any work of this kind life coaching, manifesting, light workers, Reiki masters, all of these people out there are just simply trying to level everybody up Mm -hmm. into who they actually are, into who they actually are, not what society tells you you have to be or what your family tells you you have to be, but who you really are at your core. Who you are at your core is pretty freaking amazing. 
and we would love to introduce you to her. So um, is it the woo and the do.com? Stuff. uh the woo and the yeah yeah the, they have to put they have to put the www otherwise there's something weird my, okay. with my tech redirect so www.thewooandthedo.com is where you can see my stuff and well i'm going to tag it again all over social media um and share it with everyone so you can check it out and learn how you can also work with sarah any parting words or wisdom you've literally shared so much already over the last hour, <laughs> but any parting thoughts you want to leave with the listeners? Something you said earlier, Heather, um, you know, people are always wanting to have these affirmations and stuff and these mantras. And I would encourage any, anyone listening to set aside five minutes right after this and take some really deep breaths and feelings themselves and just repeat over and over. I am and feel how that feels in your body. Because when you, when it's just that I am, and it's so simple, but it's so expansive. Um, so that would be, I guess, my parting words is to help you understand how important you are. Um, just I am. Sarah, I love you to death. I love you to death. I think you're fascinating. You are full of so much knowledge and so much wisdom and you share it all the time. Like literally you could have said, Hey, you know, boundaries, I've got this day off. I really, you know, I'd love to talk to you, but we need to schedule it at another time. But you were immediately like, no, I love this stuff. Let's do it. Let's talk, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. so I am grateful to you for that. So mm -hmm. anyone who's interested in working with Sarah, please do because she's genuine. She's the real deal. And she has already transformed a lot of lives already, including mine. So um, thank you again. And I will be back to talk to everybody soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Heather. Remember, your thoughts become your reality. You have all you need to begin to make your dreams come true. Dream it, believe it, manifest it. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon.